Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. <laughs> and featuring guests, Raylin Wheeler. Sex is like a rodeo. It usually involves rope, and it's always better bareback. <laughs> Lila Moon. Please, for the love of God and everything holy, do not say my name during sex. <laughs> Vixen Moore. No, the more hyper-masculine an alpha guy is, the more he is going to want to be fucked in the ass. <laughs> Athena Ludus. Going without deck is like being in a desert surrounded by water and you refuse to drink. <laughs> and Willow Gray. If I saw my man with another woman, I'd have to cut a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how some sad news. Hazel has left the podcast, so I wanted to make sure that we memorialize what is I consider the end of an era. And somehow I ended up drawing the short straw. Now I got to send all the nine inch dick pics. So that means I got to start collecting <laughs> all the nine inch. Start, dick pics. Hey, let's go. Really in help. Behind oh, by a I expect one tomorrow morning, please. <laughs> That's right it's by right. eight a.m. I'm gonna have to get some of them pills that they sell on the internet, and then <laughs> hold my phone. Let, listen, Vixen might have us covered. <laughs> fucking Vixen a. got it. I know she's got it. The whole fucking. Treasure she's got trove. a folder on her she's phone called dicks. Got it. She has a plethora of. Dicks. <laughs> She's got cockucopia, if you will. I did. No, 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 no. I went with Cocktopus Prime. <laughs> I'm actually really sad. I broke my phone at one point and I went, I lost my dick pics because I didn't back those up to a cloud. That was her first thought. Not also, any the pictures. number of times we've yeah, referenced not about, oh, uh, I gotta go okay. Transformers on this show. Well, Hasbro owes us a sponsorship. <laughs> Genuinely, one yes. of my greatest regrets of Hazel leaving is that we no longer get the dick pics that we were getting. <laughs> but that's that's almost good. www.pornhub.com That's not the same! Is it's it not? Exactly. Some of those anacondas were scary. I, was just, I, can, yeah. I can sign up to Tinder if I have to. They were, they were, they were humans that she knew, which is very different from the porn that we fucking want. There's right? Reddits where like guys just post pictures pictures of their dicks whether you want them to or not. Do you want not. me to screenshot the the dick pics <laughs> no. that are just on I'm Tinder good. just on their profile? Someone's <laughs> got to replace this aspect of the group chat. We have been advertising oh my our Discord server and saying that people could find Hazel's dick pics there and now oh. of course her presence will be missed. And we So now you can find our Discord and bring your own dick pics. <laughs> now Vixen will show us just her Block it's me. gonna start there. <laughs> we are and Vixen is showing them. us one right now, so she's gonna fill the gap. I think <laughs> fill the gap <laughs> in all ways. So Vixen, here's a question: Is that someone <laughs> sent that to you, or is that something a screenshot you saved? No, that is one of my partners. There you oh, go. And, okay. and that's the, what I'm talking about. Well, it's different. Except the difference there is where she is like has to be nine inches minimum. Right. right. I have to grade him on a down curve because I'm only seven inches deep. Yeah, I'm, I'm about that too, that? I think. Well, How the curve is, uh, well, can also ha- be good. 
how do, do you, how do you yeah. know? It's a different spot. Yep. Uh, well, I can go. The people that are six and a half, right. feel great. Seven's pushing it. Seven and a half hurts. Yeah. More than that, it's so, like you got to leave. I some feel on so the outside. good right now. How I about feel, you, Spider? Anyway, <laughs> and so that I is was, my like, it, and yeah. that's a, if especially if we start looking at other positions. I, mm. there's other positions where even six and deep. a half, I'm going, nope, yeah. that's too deep. So because anatomically I'm, I'm five foot one and a half. So here's the <laughs> question. Doesn't the vagina canal extend? And I extend up to seven inches. So how do you know you stick the ruler inside? Nope. I <laughs> no stuck dicks. enough dicks that <laughs> I can measure the dicks. It's like a she, stick. Yeah. She, she measured the dick. <laughs> then she stuck it inside her. Oh, that one. Hurts. She went to okay. Meineke oh, and had okay. the dipstick well, in there. The, the more awkward thing so, is discovering while working in the lab people could hold things up while they're organizing and be like what size is this and she did the mash like, and i could look at it and be like no sweetie mash. that's not eight inches and be like <laughs> six of like that is approximately 5.75 so, inches and because four sets come you, in specific sizes and yeah had- i could just look up and it's a very odd talent between four Four and twelve that inches. That is a talent that I, I do not spot, have. Spot from across Good. the room. And so how have you? <laughs> yeah. What is the hashtag? Tight puss. Yeah. Yeah. So how? <laughs> anyway, we have gotten so far off yes. track. I think we're sitting up Hazel. Let's bring it yes. back to Hazel. I was going to ask a question, but yeah, let's get back to the. Well, topic we can come back to, oh. to tight puss later. Put yeah. a pin yes. in tight puss and, and <laughs> no, measured dicks. Please and don't. Let's get back to. No, yeah, well, don't. in all seriousness, I'm going to miss Hazel. She yes. will be sad missed here in the podcast i mean she was a voice that definitely was irreplaceable you know whether you're talking about her southern drawl and that sexy low tone she had um, her great stories just her knowledge and knowledge of experience Um, yes she will be missed she helped me understand bdsm a bit more because I've always been interested in that, but I've never really explored it physically. Hazel is an amazing resource for being able to expose people to things that would feel intimidating mm-hmm. and would feel like something you don't want to step into because there's a there's a it's a big first step. Right. Straight into the deep end. <laughs> exactly right. So and Hazel so is a great resource for that. Will, and I'm very thankful is. as a listener. Yeah. That she has brought those things to the community and, Absolutely. and talked about them so that it didn't feel as scary. And what she did that was really good, I think, was demand respect for people's fetishes and not allow any kind of conversation or reference to be just untoward. Or no. shamed by it. Or shamed yeah. or any sense of taking it lightly that there are fetishes and we're going to be dismissive of them. She really respected the lifestyle. Yes. She respected the idea that people have the right to pleasure themselves how they feel, explore their fantasies, and stop. Don't try to make jokes about it. Don't try to take it lightly. Respect that people have desires and they want to explore them. And take that seriously. Respect that thing. And I, I respect that. I admire that about Hazel. She influenced me in that area, so I, I really appreciate yeah. Hazel. And we she definitely, definitely is very influential in, in general. So, yes, um, I think we will definitely miss her. I'm actually 
like a little disappointed that I didn't get to have more episodes with her. So are we going to talk about what happened or are we? Yes, just gonna- I think we should. I am big on openness and authenticity. While we can come on here and talk about all of our great times together and our camaraderie. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important that we come on here and talk about when it's not so great. And in this case where Hazel felt she needed to end the, the friendship with me altogether, you know, and I'm very sad I will miss her. But I do understand, you know, she is definitely of the mindset that when she doesn't feel like there is a energy that's positively affecting her, that she doesn't want to participate with it any longer. So I respect that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I did want to take the opportunity to just fill in listeners with what was going on, that she didn't just disappear all of a sudden and then we never talk about it. Um, Because I think it is important that when we do have drama and disagreements, you know, the humanness that is us, that, mm-hmm. that we talk about that too, not just the good stuff. We had an episode a while back where we dived into That's some of our say. our drama. Yeah. I mean, we basically, we had a disagreement over Discord. And when we got in front of the microphone, I was like, all right, ladies, let's talk it out. And that was the right. first time we had talked about it right. since all of it blew up on Discord. Absolutely. And... So while we don't have Hazel's dick pics on Discord, you can always catch the drama there. <laughs> yeah. Definitely rewind and see what happens. We tend to forget that we're not in the private chat sometimes. So come we see have more conversation. It's in the basically where chat. I make a pop culture reference, and Lila's Nobody the only one that it. gets it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, hey, I will join. I will back you up. Please, please, Good. please. We see, need we need more else. people we that understand when I say. <laughs> Goose, you big stud. I get that. Take me to bed or lose me forever. <laughs> so, one Athena, number two. so yes. I have a question. Since yes, you were the only one that was in on that episode where we basically just yes. talked freely about our issues with each other, did that help or hurt our situation? I genuinely think that that conversation should have been done outside of the podcast because there were some logical assumptions you came to that I think, and I said it on that episode, that were an error. And I think there would have been an an opportunity for her or for you to express that without the weight of being recorded and heard by others. And so I think it would have helped if we had not had that conversation live on a podcast. However, I do know that Scarlett, once you get an idea, you're pretty convinced and it's kind of hard to change your mind. <laughs> just a little. What? Just a little hard just to change tell, your mind. I'm just hearing this for the first time. Well, you and know, we had talked about what happened on that podcast, essentially that my perception of things was that both you and Hazel were essentially using the podcast as a means to kind of push forward your personal agendas. Now, once I heard your side, Athena, I completely came to concede on that I was wrong about my assumptions on your end. I did not with Hazel. And that's where things started getting touchy. Right. And there was a lot of background leading up to that, that I don't think anyone was privy to. Right. That, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back for me because it was just this repeated narrative that I felt like she was pushing on me, which again, as I said earlier, she feels like if somebody's not participating in the energy that she wants to have in her life, then the solution is cut them out. Right. And in one way or the other, she calls it blockity block in a joking way. And I felt like she was pushing that agenda on me constantly. Every time someone new was coming into the fold 
And it even started with Lolita as early as that. She did not like Lolita at first. So it was first Lolita and Mm -hmm. then you, Athena. And it was like every new person I was, I felt like, and I said it that night, like it felt like a salesperson, like Mm -hmm. pushing their agenda as if I needed to adopt that same mindset. And even though she never explicitly said, you need to kick this person off the podcast, that was certainly the message I was getting from it. Yeah, I think she smartly has some very strict boundaries that she adheres to that's necessary for her self-preservation. And I think that's valid and I can respect that. And I think, you know, whatever she feels is necessary to protect herself, she honors and I respect that. And I respect that as yeah. well. Yeah. But the issue arose that night. And not all of that episode, by the way, aired because we, we I think we went two and a half hours. Yeah. So it was quite yeah. long. In was fact, that the night you fell asleep? Yes, that was the night that... Was yeah, the cat fight going and you fell asleep, turned in your man card. I, I just couldn't <laughs> yeah. make it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the audience did not get to hear the entire conversation. But right. I, I felt like where it it really fell apart for me and where I was starting to get agitated. And and I should have recognized when I'm starting to speak more from emotion than logic. And I was mm-hmm. just getting more, more and more irritated. Mm-hmm. And it clearly was not going to go anywhere. Right. But it didn't feel to me as though she was being genuine about those situations. Okay. So the challenge I think that happened that particular night and I think you mentioned it in the group chat afterwards saying, I should have addressed this th- sooner with Hazel. So there were some things that were building up from yes. before yeah. that and particular I that. event. Right? I own that. I right. should have very, and I did to a degree. I, I don't think I did it as bluntly as I should have. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was things that I certainly would say like, well, I just don't agree with that or I don't adhere to that. I don't. Right. You know, I, I whatever. Because it, of her strict boundaries, for for example, if you were going to be friends with someone that she feels is unhealthy, then she's judging you based on that choice. And so now, okay, I don't necessarily want to be involved with someone who chooses that other person to be involved with when that other person is clearly toxic or unhealthy. And so for her, she's judging you based on your choice. And, and I'm saying you as in Well, and you, she absolutely specifically. did. I mean, she would specifically insinuate that I was compromising my own values by having X person, whoever it was at the time, in my circle. Right. And so this was like a, a recurring theme. Yes. A recurring It was situation. a pattern. It was a pattern. And so that wasn't something that was discussed. And so... I I genuinely think what happened that particular day, from my perspective, was not based on anyone specific. Absolutely not. From what she and I had discussed and what happened in that group chat. I do think, yeah, there are certain things that she had in the past and certain challenges she's had with people in the past. But for sure, that particular night, I don't believe it was the assessment that you, the conclusion that you came to. And... So unfortunately, that incident is what sparked the conversation that should have been had much sooner that would have been valid in other situations. But in that particular situation, it probably wasn't 100% valid. It wasn't 100% accurate. Your conclusion. About the bullying. About the bullying. 
Yeah. And so you, you, you heard that on the other conversation that we've had in the other podcast. I disagreed that this was bullying. I think there was an intention there that was completely opposite to bullying. I wasn't involved in that episode, but I was involved in the conversation on Discord. And then you and I have talked about it because you and I mm-hmm. see each other about as much as anybody on this podcast does mm-hmm. outside of recording day. Mm-hmm. And after talking to you tonight, Scarlett, I have an even slightly different perspective. I agree with you that I don't think what happened that particular day would have on its own necessitated that type of conversation to happen, but you can only push someone so far and you can only deal with somebody coming at you so often before you just finally say, you know what? Fuck it. We're having it out right now. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And despite the fact that, you know, I disagree with the way it got handled in the aftermath, I got to give you all the respect in the world for finally just saying, you know what? Enough is fucking enough. Mm -hmm. Whether this situation merits it or not, we have got to nip this in the bud because Mm. it can, and I think to a degree it has, but not to the degree that we can't get past it. It affects the whole cast of this show. Yeah. So let's let's dive into this a little bit because you brought up to me tonight before we started recording that you felt like the way I had handled this, the before and the after, was disintegrating the culture that we're trying to build, which is obviously the opposite of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So from the perspective of everyone here that was involved with the beforehand, which was the conversation on Discord where Hazel's saying, oh, I'm not going to show up because there's too many people, which I took to mean that she was kind of trying to push people out. Then I said, I'm going to basically from my perspective, which I talked to Raylan about earlier, was it, it seemed to me like something that merited some shock value. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was my attitude. Let's nip this in the bud right now. Like I I have felt like the subtlety in which I've handled it up to this point is not working. So I'm done. Yeah. But but to that point, how many of us knew that that was going on in the background? Well, and that's, and my husband said that, you know, I read, you know, the discord conversation. He's like, there's more going on than (laughs) what's. Definitely. Sure, yeah. but there's been more it, items that led up to this. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. I've, but I, I can tell you honestly, before God, that specific situation, from my perspective, was not about anyone in this room. It was not about specifically trying to exclude anyone. It was her, perhaps tactless or in poor taste, approaching the topic without sensitivity. That's really what it came down to, and then it became about the history of her and you and those conversations you've had with her outside of discord and all of this. And I think those conversations came back to haunt you and you drew a conclusion based on the bigger picture that perhaps wasn't the most accurate for that specific situation. Because the conclusion I drew is the day before I brought up in the discord chat that, Hey, we had a great episode that had just aired that day. And I felt we had too many people talking on it. Because we were talking over each other. Yeah. And I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. And I took it when she said what she said to mean, oh, she just agrees that we had too many people talking on that episode. My codependent ass self <laughs> feels tension and the slightest tension. I'm like, I got to solve it. Let me figure something out. Let me offer a suggestion. And so I genuinely was just trying to like say, well, okay, maybe, but wait, wait. And I was trying to solve the problem and it came across to you as being the exact opposite, as being a provocateur or someone who had in, some hidden agenda. Which in fairness to that, let's let's wasn't. explain to the listeners why I think you might have drawn that conclusion. You and I, Athena, have been friends for 
about a year and a half. Uh-huh. We had a massive disagreement. Yeah. Close to falling out. We had a And Scarlett out. got caught in the middle of that. And when you were listing out the people who weren't going to be there, I felt like Scarlett was already in that mode of, I'm tired of this shit. Right. And you said, well, Raylan's not going to be there. Lila's not going to be there. And she took it as she took, like, and I, don't I think she was knew that, manipulating In fact, I know she didn't know that we had already kind of made up. Right, right. She didn't know that we had resolved our pettiness. Not pettiness, but our situation. No, it was petty. It was, it was petty no, as fuck. It was a, it was a my valid situation. So I own that I drew conclusions, right? Because right? I knew everyone's personal grievances with each other. Right. And it looked to me like... Right. You like were a we, catch-all of, of anyone's kind of observations or assessments of each person that's on here and their opinions. And so you're drawing a conclusion on that bigger picture and of I everyone's had, opinions. I was pissed off, frankly, that I felt like I was being used as a tool to forward people's personal vendettas. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the challenge because I think that if that was the case, I don't think that applies to that day. I don't think there was a personal vendetta. I think I think Hazel was trying to avoid having the talk over situation of having six or more people here. And it just came across as not really being brought up the the best sensitive kind well, of yeah. way. The way that she, she the way that she stated it though on Discord was was a little harsh. Yeah. 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 It was. And I, I, it I wasn't it that. wasn't very um Well that was a question right. I wanted to ask you, Willow, because I felt like, you know, you immediately said, well, then I won't come tonight. I don't need to be there because you should be there, Hazel. Did you feel that from her that she was trying to push you out? No, I didn't. But I I felt like it was a little harsh that she was dictating, hey, I, I'm not going to come. It you was know, passive too many, aggressive. Yeah, yes. it was. Very passive yes. But I didn't yeah. feel like, well, I'm the type of person, I, I don't give a shit what you think about me, whatever, but... I didn't feel that way, but I felt that it was very passive. Like, you know, like Lila said, it was very passive. It was, it wasn't diplomatic. Yes. Tactless. Yeah. And, well, and speaking I think, as someone who also struggles with that, I can't judge in any way. And I think, and honestly, <laughs> yes. I think, I don't think she. My issue as the tactless person normally, like literally had a conversation with my boss about how tactless I am. And I don't want to say I'm 100% stepping in as like Hazel Jr. here of feeling like I know where she is coming from in terms of she has been worshipped on every episode prior that she has been the highlight. And so if suddenly she is not getting to fill that role in her goddess role, she is going to feel like, oh, well. If I'm not going to be worshipped, I'm going to walk away. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't I, know if it's, I don't think that it was the if case. it's that. I, I think we, with her, we were listening to. We feel like I think everybody in this room feels like this podcast has a ton of potential. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's in the form that it's going to be when it reaches that potential. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've all kind of started listening to it with the idea like, hey, this is going to go somewhere. Let's listen to it, especially me, because I'm a, I, my degree is in broadcasting. We're critiquing mm-hmm. it, yeah. So I'm critiquing it from the standpoint of someone who's done a professional broadcast, for someone who's taken a podcast. But has from, Hazel. Don't know. But I know she was listening to it crit- critically. Okay. So I came to the group with the idea of, hey, this last episode, we had some great moments, but we're talking over each other and we're kind of derailing the train. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole day-long conversation about this right 
the next day, Hazel jumps into that conversation on satellite delay. Right. She, and she had not she, read it thoroughly. She read it in the moment before she said what she said. We've all right. moved past it. Mm-hmm. She's responding to it in the moment. And I, I honestly think, because most of us, I think, agreed at the end that at some point we've got to let each other breathe and we've got to make sure that we're limiting mm-hmm. how many people are there. Not who's there, but how many people are there at a given time. And she said, honestly, that's why I haven't been showing up. Which oh, okay. seems accusational. Yes. No. There's three. Well, now there's four of us in the room that have joined this thing since December. Right. So it felt a little bit like territorial. Well, you, you showed up all the time before, yeah, and now we're here, and you're not. Yeah, yeah. and that was my thought. If, if you walked in being worshipped, and you got to have that, and if you are identifying as a goddess. That is going to be the mindset that you are used to being worshipped. You are used to being the center of attention. And now suddenly you're fading into the background. It's not yeah. serving you. I don't you. think you're completely off base. I don't know that it was to the degree you're describing. Right. But there's certainly an element of that. Because and she even absolutely and I'm that not gonna I don't name, know the whole thing. I'm not right. going to name names. This person's not on the podcast anymore. But there was someone explicitly that she was expressing concerns to me about how much time I was spending with that person versus her. Versus her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there That's definitely. That's insecurity right there. Yeah. So there definitely was an element of that and so i think it was a lot of things for both of us that accumulated into this discussion that night that just it didn't end very well it just ended with okay this is going nowhere it's time to go it's late i will say one thing which i said earlier also she does have a way of saying and because she has very strict boundaries for herself and self-preservation that she does say things like, if you're friends with this person, then I question whether I should be friends with you. And she did that to me often. But what right. does and that I matter think, to her, though? I think that wears a person down. It got to the point where Scarlett said, wait a minute, I'm fucking done mm-hmm. with this seemingly <laughs> threatening approach. Right. And I believe that that particular incident that day, she was speaking in innocence of... I don't want to be there with like seven different people. There's too many people on a podcast. Everyone's talking all, talking over each other. Like include the shit that she said before. Include the complaints, the concerns, the assessments, whatever you want to call it. You would come to the conclusion of saying, well, okay, she's threatening this and I'm tired of her threatening this. And so I'm going to let her know well, I'm done with this. We're both speculating at this point because neither one of us know the intentions of her heart, but right. I disagree but with I, you. Not that ne- I she just was don't nec- think that particular day she was actually in the mode of it's me or them. I, d- I don't think I that think was the case. It may have not been over bullying, but I think it was kind of accumulation. I, I suspect she was upset about me talking to Raylan about more of a leadership position where she felt she had more sonority. Keyword suspect. Again, possibly. I'm totally speculating right, here. Right. I have not discussed this with her. I right. suspect that she was feeling like I was spending more time with other people, not with her. It's New Year's Eve, she had brought up that I didn't return her call it's like, I think it was the accumulation of a lot of things in that moment, but I don't think it was just about, oh, I want to make sure the listener is not having too many voices. I do not think that was the reason behind it. Well, that's it. just mm-hmm. somebody that's very, very, very insecure. And like when she said she's blocking and she's, and I understand what you're saying, self-preservation, mm-hmm. but 
there's self-preservation and there's self-deprecation and self isolation isolation if she was upset with our conversation that we had with the whole group about me taking on a certain role the reason that i would ever take that on is because this is what my degree is in i agree but she did have a conversation with me at one point about becoming a partner in this an actual business partner um something that i did not take her up on yeah. And so she had expressed interest in having more of a leadership role. She was very passionate. She about was the very passionate. And she I have advertised as hard as you did. I, I absolutely probably more yeah. actually. Yeah. She was but, my biggest fan and biggest promoter right. and definitely I appreciate everything but she did. That's where the conversation then needs to go into, okay, well if we're going to build this as a business, the the COO does not do the work of the CMO, does not do the work of the CFO, does not do the work of the CEO. That's where I was going to say, like as somebody who's so, only coming in from the listener side of hearing what her assets are in the business, I don't think that would have been the best serving of her potential compared to Raylan's potential. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I feel like she I, is, an not, she is not going to want to admit that that was a weakness of hers if she has so many wonderful assets to bring to it. Mm-hmm. So it put her in a position of, well, if you're not going to accept me in everything I want to offer, then you don't get anything, anything. Yeah. that I can, I can offer. It's a, it's a defensive mechanism. Well the, yeah. well, the specific things I believe she mentioned that night was the accusation of, I believe you said she said certain things and she said no i didn't say those things or it wasn't in the context of what you're turning it well into. and listening back to it i realized we were starting to argue semantics at that point mm-hmm. right and yeah. i was starting to misspeak because mm-hmm. she never like i said she never overtly i concede on this point she never overtly said I want this person off the podcast or no, I think no, this person should not. not. Right. No. It was all strongly implied. Subtextual. Implied. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is something that we had the conversation about earlier tonight that leads into this. You can say something and in your heart, you mean exactly what you said, but because of everything else that surrounds it, there's going to be connotations that are thrown on what you do. And if you handle it the wrong way, those connotations can be devastating yes absolutely and i think but i that's think where it was where it really came from her is that she she might have honestly felt and i tend to agree with you on this but she might have honestly felt like i'm just bringing up a concern but and whenever whenever she would specifically tell me that she felt like i was compromising my values by having x person and it was multiple people like i said mm-hmm It was multiple people until she felt comfortable with that person. I was hearing about that person. And so this was all the way back from the beginning. So I was hearing about how having someone in my circle was me being knocked off my course or me compromising my values. What else is that implying except that that person should be out of my circle? Right. Yeah, 100%. Was that specifically a person that knocked her off her high school? I just no, and no, it was not multiple. knowing no. anything else. I'm I'm asking that from the I outside. I think it was just it was just, just people who got Scarlett's attention. Yeah, I but, think, and honestly, a lot of the behaviors that I saw from her were like a jealous lover. That's yeah. that was my, my has, question of was it somebody who took the attention away before when you gave 
And Lolita keeps bringing this up to me because she's saying ever since you guys slept together, you know, because we had that orgy and she was part of that. Mm. Oh, she felt like that was sort of a turning point from her perspective. And, you know, I've conceded that, yes, there are certainly behaviors I've seen that I could clearly see the, the actions of a jealous lover. I mean, mm-hmm. when she was sitting there naming to me, you know, you called this person back and you ha- you spent time with this person, but you didn't call me back and you didn't answer this message. And yeah, that it makes was sense. like, I oh hate God. to say the idea of there's a reason she identifies as a goddess. And when someone tells you who they are, listen, and, and that might be who she is. And if that's who she is, I'm very thankful that she is upfront with people about that. But if you bring someone on who's expecting to be worshipped and they are no longer worshipped, you have to expect that there's going to be some blowback. And that's where, as this show grows and we get better at what we're doing, um, we've got to put that desire to be the one that's really liked mm-hmm. off to the side. We all want to be liked. Like anything else, it's a team effort. It's not right. the one-man yes. band show. And that's where I like, in a hiring situation, I like hiring people that played sports, Mm -hmm. especially people who played sports but weren't the stars of the team, Mm -hmm. because you can have the love of the game and still understand that you're just here to play a role. That's what I was when I played sports. So there's a lot of things that went into this, obviously, and I I don't, it's not my intention to sit here and bash Hazel. It was more just to give context to what happened. So let's shift to me now and my role and my responsibility and where... Certainly, I could have handled all of this better. As Athena alluded to or mentioned earlier, yes, I should have had a conversation one-on-one with Hazel long before that to express my concerns with her directly about how all of this was frustrating me and making me uncomfortable. The whole thing. Right. Multiple things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't. So that was my first misstep. Mm -hmm. Second thing being that whenever all of that happened on Discord, I reacted out of emotion and started arguing with her about this bullying thing and posting articles to prove my point. That was mishandled Mm -hmm. and probably put the rest of you in an uncomfortable position. Right. What did you all think when that happened? Let me just jump in on that. So my biggest concern that day was having other people in the podcast believe that, first of all, that viewers would think that there's a great divide or division between us or amongst us, that there is a sense of people talking about others. Let's be honest. There was. I think, no, there were specific situations that were addressed, but I think it was quite minimal but when it came to that particular conversation, it became because if there were people here before that were regulars on the podcast and newcomers came, then those regulars are going to say, well, what do you think about that newcomer? What do you think about this new person? And there are plenty of people who have come and gone on the podcast. So giving an assessment, giving an opinion is one thing. It's another thing to say, I don't want to be on the podcast because this new person I don't like. And I don't believe that ever happened. But how it was handled, it came across that way. And that wasn't the case. And so I was concerned as much for the well, people who let's were just newcomers. Say you're speculating. You don't know that it wasn't the case. Okay, correct. Hell, she Goddess. told me one time she felt sorry for my wife. <laughs> she was right. 
God of mercy. It didn't matter who it was. Yeah, right? that's yeah. what I was going to say. Exactly. It didn't matter. Insert well, if name anything, here. It was well, a cumulative little chipping away. Yeah. That might have undertone. had a bigger complex right. for her than a single person coming in. Because she can confront a single person. Yeah. That's an enemy that she can fight an enemy. Right. But when there's multiple, multiple people, when you've got fronts on well, multiple sides, that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. I, that's the undertone aspect that I. But wasn't I don't want to pick on her anymore. Let's, right. no, 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 let's no. shift attention back to how she, the, how it was handled and where I could have handled it better. I think ultimately, if you felt a pressure from her when she gave her assessments of new coming podcast folk, you could have said. Okay, that's for your perspective. That's what you're thinking. I'm willing to give these, this person, whoever, a, another chance. And I. You can just at me next time, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the center of this, Rayla. You are not. I'm the always the center of everything. <laughs> so, are you a goddess? Yeah. I know, like <laughs> god complex. <laughs> so I think I think perhaps. In those moments of you, and I know you have a real priority on being authentic. So I think in those moments, you could have been more authentic and communicating with her in those conversations. Right. I could have. Yeah. I don't know why. And I've asked myself that. And that's something I need to examine further. But for whatever reason, I was intimidated to speak my mind to her. Well, which well, is unusual for me. And, Confer- and, confrontation is is hard sometimes. But not for me. But not for me. But certain people with certain individuals, though, it can be hard. And that was an opportunity for future growth. And that is a big asset for you. So that and, if you thought that you could bring her in and you get future growth out of her involvement with you, then... I don't think I genuinely don't think it was about that. Like, because that I mean, basically, you're saying I was pretty much using her. Mm, I I would I would almost argue that it's by your definition, simp behavior. Yes. <laughs> on on yes. whose behalf? Yeah. I'm gonna say behalf. it was yes. a self. Oh. I don't want to say it's a self-serving. It was a idea that she represented an avenue for growth that you valued. So I what Deraylan said I've actually thought before this and and I've identified that that's it's somehow in my relationship with her I was a simpat and I've been trying to examine why that was what was the why, admiration I I don't know exactly what it was I'm still this is like <laughs> in the works me like trying to get maybe, introspective and decide I what it, it is but maybe I see but it. one thing. I did identify and it became very evident that night that we recorded and had that more or less falling out. That conversation in particular reminded me of having a conversation with my mother. Mm. And so I've been trying to think about that more because I've wondered, is that something, is there something there? Well, I, I was going to say, well, none of us are maybe, Freud, you, but... maybe I mean, you were avoiding that conversation with her because down deep you knew what was going to happen. Well, and that's probably part of it too, because ultimately I knew her reaction is just going to be to leave. Right. Um, So that could have played a role in it as well. I think there's also space to be had for a human experience. So there's two plus two equals four and I get it. But ultimately you were having a human experience. So that doesn't mean that just because you see where it might be going, you're going to go there. You want to try to avoid that. And that's okay. And sometimes we don't always want that. Five. 
Yeah. And, and I with, think that's what happened here. With with emotions well, and, it, and heart and mind and mental states of different people, we're going to address things differently. We're going to see things differently. And ultimately, you cannot predict that you're going to be, okay, because I see this, I'm going to do this, and this is going to be the outcome. It just doesn't work that way. I the think, human experience is one of empathy and compassion as, as well. Yeah, I, I think sometimes we all are guilty of this. And I've, I've seen Athena do it. I've seen myself do it. I've seen you do it. That your experience, you assume most people are having that experience. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because we don't think that we're anything special. And that's a trauma that we've got to deal with. But for example, it blew my mind that most people aren't Republican. <laughs> I, I grew up in I grew up in Nebraska. <laughs> Everything is red there. And then you moved to Texas. The state Everything is red here. It's not exactly. No, 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 no. This city, this city, it, no. This city, no. This is very different from yeah. where I grew this up. This city, no. But and the so rest that's why, like, we had we had yeah. this conversation about uh, having people in your circle that disagree with you and why you enjoy that. And I enjoy that too. That's why I have friends that have different. I, I'm politically moderate to be open but i have friends on both sides because i want to know why they fucking think the way they do Mm -hmm. if i disagree with them that's how i feel and i want to be challenged on that because either it's going to make me feel like my conviction is correct or holy shit i never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. but i think the tendency can be that well we know two plus two equals four but humans aren't a math problem right yeah. And so there's a lot of complexity but you know what at the end of the day it ended up being complex we looked at it as, well, this is how we saw it. What the fuck is Scarlett doing? <laughs> I'm just, uh, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm just as guilty as what I, what I would have accused you of, of treating people like a math problem. I saw this happen. I saw this happen. I saw this was the result. That's not fucking right. How did that happen? What is she doing? Right. Make the math make sense. And so, and, and so I think we're, we're all kind of guilty of, you're a very open person. You have no problem with everybody knowing everything about what's going on in your life. Most people aren't that way. I would argue that most people in this room are not that way. 99% of people are not that <laughs> right. way. But you know what? Absolutely. At the end of the day, though, it was still a friendship. Mm-hmm. It, was still, it was still something that y- you held dear. And yes, definitely. Why, why can't someone, a friend, agree to disagree and you guys move past that? That's what really bothers me about the whole thing is you guys can't that's what hurts me i told athena that tonight that you know i want you guys to make up and be friends whether she's part of the podcast or not because i see a relationship that that disintegrated and that to me is is sad but also we've all come to lose friends well from my perspective the door is always open and i am there's no hard feelings on my part i mean certainly obviously we have issues that i've discussed but right it's nothing that, it, from my perspective, merits cutting off a relationship. It's right. just something that needs to be worked through and discussed, as which, which I failed to do. I do want to give you a ton of credit because we had this conversation before we got here tonight. You shared a text message with the whole group, and I felt like that maybe didn't need to be done. But I want to give you credit for how you responded to that text message because the text message that you shared, the first one from her was heavy, extremely heavy. The type of thing that you say when you are the most pissed off you've ever been in your life. And if someone comes at me like that, I don't think I've got the maturity to handle it without hitting back twice as hard. Mm -hmm. It was nuclear. 
my reaction would be, you hit me once, I'm going to hit you twice. Mm -hmm. What you did was say, I understand why you would feel that way. You left the door open. I thank you for all the times, the good things that you've given to us as a podcast and to me as a person, and I wish you well. I salute you for that. And and, yeah. and I think I and I think be that person. I think as poorly as that twenty four hours went for you personally, for her personally, for the show, it ended between you guys as well as it could have. And I think we are going to be able to, as a cast of characters here, heal from that. Move forward. How long did it take you to compose that? Oh, I did it as soon as I saw it. You did. I did it immediately. Because I would have had to to take a step back, breathe, and not fire off something right away. I would have had to compose something. I think what she said was what she felt, which I've learned to say what people feel is valid. And what her experience has been here was valid. And what she felt was the truth is what she wrote in that text. Absolutely. I agree. And so that was her valid experience. Yeah, but at, from, I, yeah, from an emotional standpoint, when you read that, you're just like, what the fuck? You know? and, and, and that's where the conversation went tonight is I think sharing that gave a lot of us the impression that this was an unhinged, completely fucked up situation we weren't privy to everything else. Scarlett <laughs> is the unquestioned leader of this podcast. It's her show. She's the yeah. only one that's been on all of them, and she's the only one that ever will be on all of them because it's her show. Yep. And so we all look to you as the leader. You are the glue that holds this thing together. And I said it again before we, we opened up this podcast that this, and I told you tonight, I think if you decided to walk away from this podcast, do we have the capacity to do a podcast ourselves? Sure. But would we? No. No. We're all done with it. But fuck this. So, Sorry. so we look, we <laughs> I mean, look, we it, look to you and maybe that's an unfair burden, but it is your show. We look to you to lead and set the tone for how everybody else is going to treat everybody else. And so when and I have failed you in that, I will readily admit that. But no, I respect you for, but, for recognizing that there was an issue and you, you nipped it in the bud when you thought you needed to. But. Yes. But I could have handled yes. it more gracefully. But, but lesson the, learned. Yes. Yes. You're well, human. And, we and, hope. And, and that's, and that's, that's, I'll probably fuck up again. That's, that, and that's okay. That's the human experience. We give you human grace. Of imperfection. That's where I'm getting to. Perfect. Is I was about to say everything. Like we're all going to forgive you. And then everybody Thank said you. they're going to forgive you. Yeah. Because we love you. We respect you. We want to do this thing with you. However, it's going to give everybody pause when we see that you're going to air that kind of stuff for us so now do we know that we can come to you if we've got a problem with something going on the show i don't think we do we can sit here and tell you right now that we do but i don't think that's necessarily the truth no and i heard you earlier when you said that and yeah and i'm just bringing it up again and and i told you earlier that i would ponder that and i will i will think about that because it's it's kind of this internal conflict within me of does that go against my core values of openness and authenticity? I don't you think know, it what has does that to. look like? No, I, I don't, don't think, think it, it has to, but I think you can be authentic. Like, like we talked about on the sidewalk uh, while it was very cold outside and we were late already. <laughs> um, <laughs> that I don't think you've got to compromise your values while still respecting the boundaries of everybody else. That's not like you in that openness. Yeah. I think you could, in that particular situation, you can say, Hey, Y'all saw what happened going on in Discord. Some more stuff happened beyond that. 
it's it's only half my story to tell. So what I'm going to tell you is we had a fundamental disagreement about our values. She will no longer be on the podcast. We wish her well. She's welcome to come back anytime she wants. And that's going to give us as a group and our listeners as a group a sense that you're the type of person that we can come to and be open with ourselves. And maybe not air our grievances or our discussions with you on Discord. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I take that. I receive that. I could have handled that better as well. I think one thing for you to take with you, Scarlett, is to consider what you're feeling in a given moment. Whether it's someone talking to you, whether when it's someone giving their opinion, assessment, whatever it is, before you respond, <laughs> stop and think, what am I feeling? What do I need? What do I what do I need to express? What should I hold back on? And think about what you're feeling and then express that. And that's why I asked you, how long did it take you? Because like, like I said, myself, it takes me, I've learned. It takes time to calm. I have to step to bring back it down and, and be, calm down. Be logical. Or else I'm going to be like, right. fuck you. Fuck. I've no, got to step We've got to be mature. Well, so, no, you're right there with me in terms of, oh, I'm going to respond to completely pose thing within 30 seconds and it may or may not burn a lot of bridges but those bridges need to be burned and i feel that in my soul and i am right there with you not me on that and there are times when that is 100 the right response and (laughs) it's the wrong response other times that it's not i can compose something very very delicately and very logically but yeah but it'll take me some time because i I gotta cool my shit the (laughs) my worry is the longer i take the more passive aggressive it gets yeah yes i I think it's that that the more the longer i'm gonna sit on it the worse it gets you're gonna boil yeah yeah i'm gonna boil it's gonna go rage but i 100 percent respect that you confront it and that is the best thing you can do in that moment of not letting it continue to fester and keep it silenced and let it build and build and build and build well i actually admire about myself that i am able to confront things which is why the whole hazel situation was a little bit odd that i wasn't willing to confront things with her um, but I do concede with the consensus that I could do it more tactfully. Mm-hmm. I definitely concede on that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you, you know what diplomacy is, and I something lack burn that. in a barrel. <laughs> but it's, it's it's the ability to tell someone to go to hell in such a way that they'll look forward to the trip. Right. <laughs> and I think you could have accomplished exactly what we accomplished, and not yeah cause the the big awkward turtle and you had mentioned earlier that it looked to you like when i posted a screenshot of me and hazel's last exchange when she's basically telling me off and saying we're ending the friendship and my response to that i had posted the screenshot of that in discord so you had mentioned when i did that that it appeared to you like i was trying to rally the troops to my side yeah and so i thought about that on the way over here and really got introspective about that and was trying to think, okay, what was my motives exactly? I mean, definitely there's the the element of I am big on openness and authenticity. And I and I, I always hated being part of an organization where everyone knew there had been some kind of falling out or some big drama and everyone was just beating around the bush around it. Like I hated that shit. 
And so there was that element of, I'm just going to be completely transparent here. Here's what happened from my perspective. And now all of you know. But when I examined it from Raylan's perspective, really seriously, honestly asking myself, was I trying to get some kind of validation? I think there was an element to that where I wanted validation instead of just saying, I need some support. Like it was a tough week. Mm-hmm. It was a really and rough week for you. That is me being bluntly honest that I had a moment of, do I even want to do this anymore? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Why am I putting myself through this? Like that, I was, I was in a muck, you know, so I could have authentically and transparently come to you guys to say, I'm having a tough time right now. But you know, you can always do that. You can always do that. You can say that, but it's still difficult for a human to do it. Oh yeah. I know. And, And I think for someone like Scarlett, who we all view as very strong, very straightforward, and very much a stoic type of person, I'm going to be honest with you, it's a little bit difficult for me to watch you cry right now. Because I have, first of all, I don't like seeing anybody cry. (laughs) But the mental image that I have, which is not fair to you, is that you take this shit and let it all roll off your back. Most of the time. And that's not realistic. Most of the time I am very, well, most of the time I'm very resilient. Yeah. You know, and most of the time this stuff doesn't phase me. But this was a tough week. It was. I just wanted to say, Raylan, that I appreciate you bringing that up because it kind of put that in my mind to reflect on and realize, okay, there was some element. What I really needed was support. That was the wrong way to get it. And I admit that. So I just want to say I'm sorry to all of you guys for the ways that I have out of my own immaturity caused you guys to be uncomfortable or feel like your trust was betrayed or whatever that might have been. Here's the thing, here's the thing, Scarlett. Here's the thing. There is a sense of humanity that we forget when we're dealing with the gotta do, gotta do, gotta do. Gotta accomplish, gotta figure out, gotta solve. There's a part of us, all of us, that is human and we're all prone to being imperfect. If our hearts are in the right place and we're trying to do the best that we can, that's enough. Right. That's enough. And for you to acknowledge the situation and admit, you know what? Something's fucking wrong and I need to address this. That takes tremendous bravery. How many companies or how many places have we worked? We all we all been there. We worked where there's a problem child and they don't do anything about it. They just let it <laughs> simmer. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that person just stays around, stays around. And it, the problem is not. And then infects everyone right, else. Right. It does. So you dealt with it. It may not have been the perfect way <clears throat> to be dealt with, but you dealt with it in that moment. So I respect that to the utmost. So we don't know all that was happening in the background. We don't need to know what's all happening in the background. But now you know, okay, I can handle that better. And you move on. If you can look back and say, I've done the best that I could in this situation. And include yourself in what it is. So 
what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what's happening before addressing the person that you think you need to address or the thing you I need to address. I absolutely agree with you 100%. And mm-hmm. I acknowledge that. Yeah. However, and, and my it's ability, a work in progress for yes, everyone. Okay? My ability to be able to do that at this moment. All of us. All of us. I mean, you've talked it's about like, the compulsiveness you find with your uh, phone. That's my, when I respond to yeah, people. Yeah, I, I just, agree. I, I don't I have a filter. If you're feeling that way, you need to, Grab your phone and ask I mean, I think help. we're all friends here. You need to like text us or call us. There ain't say, one of us that wouldn't drive over and, and sit absolutely. there with you on the I need to talk shit say with you on Discord. It's fine. For three I can, hours. I can do whatever you need. To, I need like, a mental yeah. break. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> like on it. <laughs> I need to go bowling. Can you? It's 8.30 on a Wednesday. Let's hit the lanes, boys. <laughs> I need to cut a bitch. Whatever yeah. it is. I'll bring the shake. Breathe. Let's go. I'll Let's bring go, the ropes. She'll bring the shake. Well, let's head down to the lanes and knock down some pins. And, yeah, you bring yeah. your cat of nine tails and we're all yeah. set. It's a raptor Perfect. Claw, okay. Before you leave, Raylan, I just want to say I greatly appreciate you for all that you bring to the podcast because you're a valuable asset to this and for the way that you are able to honestly and openly speak into my life. I really do appreciate that. She does. The rest of us don't. <laughs> no, well, I'm just kidding. Newfound it, it was a conversation that was going to come up. I wasn't necessarily planning on having it tonight. And some of that is, I know you're going through a lot that's not being talked about here and we're not going to talk about it, but you have a lot. Oh, of I'll plate. talk about it. Yeah. It's but not right I'm, now. It's not right now. <laughs> We'll we'll get there eventually. We'll let it'll spider be, get home before he falls asleep. Eventually, it'll be podcast <laughs> fodder. But we've talked about the ability to call out and the ability to have those conversations. You know, you've got the ability to do that to me. I feel like oh, you in know, this room, I have not hesitated. No, and you haven't, and I and I have not once like walked away from the situation, you know, being you're like, right. that you're right, fucking Scarlet. I might have thought it for like thirty seconds while it's going on. <laughs> But, but but I really mean it. You are the glue that's holding this group together, and I think we all enjoy it, or we wouldn't be showing up here, uh, you know, making plans to do anything else. Oh, thank you. But, but be right here. I appreciate. And so that. we are yep. here to support you. Thank you. You you can just ask for it, and you're going to get it. And you need to be and, vulnerable. And be, be vulnerable. okay with being vulnerable. And I yeah. mean all it. women need to learn that. Yeah, and, all and, women. and men too. Like you said, we we uh, we struggle with that yeah. very much. Yeah. But if something comes up and you're feeling the weight of the world on on your shoulders, every one of us will take it take the time out yep. to be there for anybody well, else you. in this group. I yep. appreciate that because it's a legitimate respect and it's a legitimate love of the people that we're doing this with platonically. Unless we decide to get naked later, it's fine too. Um, <laughs> Name the time and place. Well, it's about quarter to eleven. We can head down to the. We're QT just friends lot. because of your giant TV. That's, That's true. Well, we're the, waiting the, for the opportunity. I am the packing 110 has, inches. Because God knows really we got friends in our lives that are right farts now. and whirlwinds, so <laughs> we got to be there for each other. <laughs> and I also wanted to tell you, Athena, I was listening back to that two and a half hour episode trying to oh figure out God. how I was going to edit this down to a consumable episode. I can't imagine that is a fucking feat that I would not want to do. But I also think the last 20 minutes was me not stopping the recording because I was sleeping. <laughs> 
So I don't, I don't know if it's actually. You hear two Spider and a half snoring. Hours. He left while he was still passed out. So when I was listening back to that, I just admired the way that you were so eloquently trying Aww. to keep all of it together. Peacemaker. And trying to, you know, relay to both sides. But when me and Hazel were going at it, you know, basically trying to play the, the mediator, really, is what you were As doing. Yeah. Um, but you have just this eloquent way with words. And this way of approaching people in an understanding way where you're showing, I see your point of view, just this calming effect. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you, I really admired that because just as I was listening to it, I was like, she has a gift at this oh that, God, I mean, you. clearly that's an area I need help in. <laughs> so I admire thank that you. about you. Thank and you. it's something that I want to be one day when I grow <laughs> up, maybe I can have that same eloquence in the way that we I approach to, people. We need to feel connected. We need to feel understood. So absolutely, whatever we're going through, we need to feel understood. And so for me, I've always felt the need to, it, that's how I connect with people. Hey, I understand, girl. I know I've been through it. I understand that. And I've been through enough in my life that I can relate to pretty much fucking anything, unfortunately. Yeah. And so I find there is a validity, an importance, a priority on being a peacemaker and finding that anyone you're dealing with, any topic you're talking about, there is something that you can relate to and you something you can understand to understand in the other person. And when you take the time to figure that out, you come to a much better conclusion and story Absolutely. of that situation. Absolutely. And so that's my priority. And I'm not always perfect. I fuck up every now and then. But my goal is to always include, always make someone feel understood, always make sure that people are not feeling isolated, pushed out, rejected, whatever it is. And that's the best way for me to live. And I'm too codependent to have tension in the room. It fucking stresses me out. So <laughs> if it means being the peacemaker, I will put every effort into being the peacemaker. So I, well, I appreciate, I appreciate you, you acknowledging that. And, you know, I watch it and I observe it and I'm hoping that <laughs> Thank you. I can somehow absorb it. <laughs> in time. In time, I'll rub it off on you, but not rub on you. See, that would have been that would have been a hard episode because I don't deal with confrontation very, very well. It, it was, it's it was hard. a tricky episode. It was. Yeah. It was. It was tricky. It was I still deal with confrontation not, not well with after 20 years. I, for one, was very... <laughs> I was glad we did it. Yeah. You know, it may have not been the best decision. I don't know. But I was glad that we did it. And I was glad that it was something that we could share with our audience so that they could see, like, this is who we are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like tonight. It so. was a very honest conversation about something that had not been discussed. So whatever that episode becomes and we hear, it's an authentic conversation. Yeah. yeah. But how many podcasts do you hear the people are not perfect? They, yeah, they're not they're often. not. Yeah, they're getting along. They don't show that vulnerable yeah, side, right? Yeah. So we're keeping it real, people. That's right. Yep. So yeah, hundred percent. You're along for the ride. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, with that, whether it's a broken friendship or tough conversations or calling each other out on our shit, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, we can still come together thankfully and talk to each other honestly and openly and 
I, it's priceless. It's priceless, guys, and I appreciate you. We Amen appreciate you too. Yes. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.